We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast. It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music. There's no interruptions. It's just us. Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. Broadcasting from the Halley Building in downtown Cleveland, it's the Q Morning Show on Q104. All right, finally got some good weather around here. Yes, except there was like frost on my windshield this morning. It was a little chilly overnight tonight. Yeah, but it was fine. Or last night. It was fine. We're going to have a good day. We are going to have an incredible day, and we are so grateful that you are here. It's the Q Morning Show. My enemy. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. Uh, Nice to have you listening this morning. It's the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill Ryan. So, Morgan, we hear this all the time. People say it all the time. I can't do anything, and I haven't had my coffee yet. Right. You hear that all? I, I haven't had my caffeine fix. Don't talk to me. Can't do anything until you have the coffee. Can't do anything until you have your coffee. But now experts are saying that there are some things you should do before having your coffee. Like? Well, here's the bad part. It says, the experts say that reaching for coffee first can trigger the release of stress hormones. What? That can negatively impact our gut, our our hormones, and our energy. I refuse to believe it. So before you drink coffee in the morning, they say it's best to rehydrate. Okay. Eat fiber and protein. Exercise. No. Brush your teeth and wait 90 minutes after waking up before you have coffee. Okay. How do you I, feel about that? I can understand the the get hydrated one and the 90 minute one, even though 90 minutes I think is a bit long. I wait normally about an hour before I have my coffee in the morning. Mostly on because weekdays? yeah, on weekdays, on weekends it's a little bit different, but mostly because You know, as soon as I wake up in the morning, as soon as my feet hit the ground, I go and turn the coffee pot on and make it while I'm getting ready to leave for work. Right. I don't drink it on the drive in. I get here. I, you know, look up my Hollywood headlines and stuff. And I take my first sip of coffee every single day at 605. I do brush my teeth before I drink coffee because I brush my teeth in the the shower. But I'm similar to you where I'll make the coffee, then I'll jump in the shower, brush my teeth. uh, I'll get ready and I'll start drinking coffee in the car on the way here. On the weekends, on Saturday and Sunday. It all goes out the window. It really does. (laughs) It's a free for all. I get up. I make coffee. I go back to bed. Yep. And drink it in bed? And Yes. I wait for the coffee maker to, to make the coffee. Then I get up, and, and if Paula needs a cup, I'll bring her a cup, and I'll just get back into bed because I'm just not ready. 100%. <laughs> so, again, we're just not living our lives the way the experts want us to. Listen, I always <laughs> question the credibility of these experts anyways because I'm going to live my best life. 
Yeah, these stories never have the experts' names. It just says it just says experts. They're lying to us. Cite your source. Uh, speaking of coffee, though, Starbucks says we're not waiting. We're ready to roll out the summertime menu. Why did I think you were about to tell me that on May 10th, Starbucks was releasing pumpkin spice lattes? No. That's where I thought you were going with that. that Could would you be, imagine? That would be too early, Yeah, I believe. Uh, but they are releasing the chocolate java mint frappuccino, the white chocolate macadamia nut cold brew, a green apron blend of coffee, and the bumblebee cake pops are back. At Starbucks. I always have these little reminders of how I know I'm getting older. This is one of them. I, I'm, not, I'm not getting any more Frappuccinos. Once I turned 20, the Frappuccinos were no longer. I get a plain coffee. That's it. I've never had a Frappuccino. See what I mean? I've only had the black coffee. I feel like Frappuccinos are for the kids that are going to the mall with their friends afterwards. And they get all the whipped cream on top. It's just a reminder that I'm old. Yeah, pardon me for asking a stupid question, but that's a cold drink, right? A frappuccino? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think. Not f- <laughs> yeah, it's the ones that are blended. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee is hot. It should be black. That's it. <laughs> Period. But Dot. I, but I know people enjoy the Starbucks, so maybe that will excite some people to stop by Starbucks and get your... Your favorite bumblebee cake pop. But don't forget to work out first, according to that expert. (laughs) And brush your teeth. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the Q Morning Show. I love it when I listen to it in the morning. It gets me amped up. Real life, real Cleveland. Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. Great to have you here. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. When were we talking about the Fast and the Furious movies? I think it was last week sometime. I think it was something about um, there's a new movie coming out and it's like Fast and Furious X. Yes. And I don't. Am I supposed to say X or am I supposed to say 10? I don't know. It is the 10th movie. So I'm guessing it would be Fast 10. Although Fast X is still a good title. <laughs> it's a good title for a movie. Yeah. Uh, but I think we were talking about, I've never seen any of the Fast and the Furious movies. Me not, neither. Not one of them. But a company is offering to pay someone $1,000 to binge watch all 10 of the Fast and Furious movies. you got to do it within two weeks, and that includes Fast 10. Okay. Which, by the way, is in theaters on May 19th. Uh, so they, do, they want you to do a little bit of homework, though. Uh, the Finance Buzz, by the way, is the name of this company. Um, and it's their contest, but you have to note every car crash <laughs> and you have to talk about how much damage there is, what cars are involved. So they're putting all this like it's a homework assignment. Why? Like, I just want to watch the movies. I don't want to have to take notes. Does it say why they have to take notes? It's just their contest. Huh? You have to talk about the number of wrecks. Uh, did it increase or decrease over each movie? Oh, my gosh. It's a lot of work. It's, <laughs> actually, this is so much work, I don't think $1,000 is enough. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. We need to break it down by hour. How long are the Fast and Furious movies normally? Oh, they have to be 90-plus minutes. Yeah, I would think so. Anyway, if you are interested, Finance Buzz is the name of the company. You can send in an application through May 19th, and they'll announce the winner May 26th. There you go. If you're a big fan, right up your alley. Hash It Out is coming up, Morgan. Uh, Brittany and Jacob from Seven Hills are going to join us. Okay. And they are at odds right now about how Jacob encourages his son during 
his sporting events. Okay, they're married. Brittany and Jacob married? They are. Okay, husband and, and wife. And Jacob, well, Jacob would say encourage. Brittany says something completely different. Oh, okay. Not encouraging us. So we're going to hash it out next on the Q Morning Show. <laughs> I love radio because it plays all my favorite songs and it wakes me up in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. From the 1-800 Hurt Now Traffic Center. Hurt in a car? Call KNR. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104. Thank you for being here. It's Morgan and Bill. Although this is the part of the show where... A lot of times, there's some fighting involved. A lot of times. It's like every time. <laughs> it's a healthy debate sometimes. Other times, it's just pure fighting. Yep. We call it hash it out. But you're going through something. And it's obviously with somebody else, and you're disagreeing, and you're going back and forth, round and round. You can't come to a logical conclusion. So you come to us, and we help sort things out. And that's what we're going to try to do right now with Brittany and Jacob. So you guys are married, right, Brittany? Yes. All right. Jacob is here. He's on the phone. He's listening to everything you say, but you're the one that reached out to us, so you go first. What's going on, Brittany? I'm calling because I feel like my husband is just way too hard on our son when he's playing sports, and it's kind of becoming a little overwhelming, a little too much, a lot too much, really. Okay. How old is your son, and what sports does he play? He's 14, and honestly, he plays, like, every sport. He's just really athletic, really, really talented. Um, It's baseball season right now, but he plays football and basketball as well. And you think that your husband is pushing your son too hard? Yeah, like in every sport, all the time. What brought this up, though? Well, I mean, a lot of things. It's just kind of been coming to a head. But he's starting to get more and more vocal in public at the games, and my son's mortified. So I kind of wrap that up. Jacob's on the phone. Your husband, Jacob's on the phone. Obviously, Jacob hurt, has heard everything that you said, and you guys have been fighting about this anyway, so he, he he's totally prepared for this. Jacob, what do you say about you being too hard on your son? <clears throat> yes, good morning. Uh, well, I believe, Brittany, honey, you're being extremely overdramatic. Do I have our son to be better in sports? Absolutely. But am I making him cry? Am I making him hate the sports that he's playing? No. He is, if anything, he's shown improvement. I mean, he doesn't hate it yet, but if you keep treating him like that, he might grow to hate it. You know, I don't want to push him to the point where he wants to drop out of everything. Hun, this is ridiculous. He's 14. He's going to be in high school. If he wants to excel and play against all those other kids and compete for a spot, he can't just get a participation trophy. He actually has to, you know, perform. Okay. Yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, give me, Brittany, give me a specific example of a recent time where this happened, where you thought that, that Jacob was a little too much. Well, okay, so right now I said we're in baseball season, so mostly he's yelling things at Jacob while he's batting. What kind of things? Do you have an example? Okay, I'll answer. I'll, I'll feel this one since I'm the one yelling at the games. All okay. right, for example, if he strikes out, right? I'll say something like, all right, you got it, bud. You're better than that. Come on, get your head in the game. Like something like that, you know, like positive reinforcement. No, you're not yelling, got it, bud. You're just yelling, you're better than that. And it's our 14-year-old. Like he's not trying the best that he's trying. 
<laughs> okay. All right. All right. I am not doing anything out there that the other dads don't do. If anything, I'm one of the good ones. All right. Uh, Britt, I just think, I think you're coddling him, honestly. Oh, and, my God. Well, okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. All right. So what do you want me to do? Not be at the games? Do you want me to, like, you know, you pull out a magic no, no. wand and mute the games? Okay. No, listen, I'm, a guy, I'm a guy. I'm competitive. I played all the same sports. I'm, I, I cannot just sit there on my hands and not push my kid to be better. Totally get that, but you don't have to be, like, mean about it. And I'm not saying, like, participation trophies and orange slices for everybody. That's ridiculous. They agree. But you don't need to push him to the point where he's not going to want to play and not want to hang out with his friends. And, I mean, just say good try or something. You don't have to be, like, you, you're you better than that. He's 14. Okay. I, I don't okay. think any of what you suggested is going to get him a scholarship in athletics, son. Okay. No, he's Let me. A scholarship by working harder, but if you push him to the point where he doesn't want to do it, then he's not going to get any kind of scholarship, and he's going to start, I don't know, doing drugs or something. Oh my gosh, that took a Whoa. left turn. All right, <laughs> Brittany, Brittany, and Jacob, hold on, we're going to stop you right there for a second. Man, this really hits close to home for me. Did something like this right happen now. to you? On Saturday, Morgan, my wife put her finger in my face. Oh my gosh! For something that I did. During Drew's baseball game on Saturday. So you probably have a strong opinion about this, Bill. I do, but let me ask one more question to Brittany. I think the key here is how is your son responding to Jacob's, in his words, encouragement, but in, in, in your words, it's something more detrimental. How is your son responding to it? He's frustrated and embarrassed. I can tell. You can tell, but has he actually said something to you? Um, no, not, not really, not like anything like what I'm saying, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a concerned mom, you know, I mean, I want to make sure my kid goes and enjoys what he's doing. You know, you push him to a certain point and they don't want to do it anymore. I remember when I was a kid and my parents basically pushed me right out of music. So, okay. So let's open this up. 216-474-0104. Let's hash it out. Brittany thinks her husband, Jacob is way too hard on their 14 year old son during their games. Jacob thinks he's just trying to give encouragement, trying to be a motivator. What do you think about this whole thing? 216-474-0104. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Hash it out is happening right now. Thank you for being here. I think that we're talking about, is Jacob that baseball parent right that's essentially what we're talking about because Brittany has an issue with how jacob has been encouraging his son motivating his son uh she thinks that it's been detrimental to his confidence and um and that's what that's what we're talking about yeah but jacob doesn't think so he thinks that he's trying to push his son to be better to you know he's going into high school it's going to be competitive if he wants to play that's jacob's point if he wants to play in high school you know he's got to be better. Real quick before we jump to calls, because we, we have people on hold. Uh, this just happened to me on Saturday. 
because Drew is playing on a baseball team for the first time, a competitive team. Mm -hmm. He had a doubleheader on Saturday. So two games. In the first game, he didn't even swing the bat. He was up four times. And in the second game, his first time up, same thing. He strikes out, and he doesn't swing the bat even once. And he's walking away. He's walking back to the dugout. And I'm like, you got to swing the bat if you want to hit, Drew. And Paula turned around. She's like, you shut up right now. Oh, really? She put her finger in my face. Yeah. She's like, that is not helping him. And I disagree a little bit because in his next at bat, he got his first hit. Okay. Well, there you go. I think it's a little motivating. Right. But I know that a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I know that Brittany disagrees with me. Uh, let's go to Lisa. Lisa in Cleveland. Lisa, good morning. Hi. What do you think about what we're talking about during Hash It Out about uh, over-the-top baseball parents? And, you may- know, and maybe I'm one of them. I, well, I, I, I'm all about praise in public, chastise in private, maybe work with him, you know, not in front of his peers, not in front of his coaches. I have an ex-husband who was that guy, and he pushed my son, you know, and, you know, to my son's credit, he responded, but he was known as that asshole parent. And to the point where parents still to this day are like, oh, my God, you know, but he played baseball competitively um, and stopped and chose to uh, interfere with travel across. But during that baseball time, I mean, he was a pitcher and my husband would critique him and he'd be like, come on. And he was a he was great. But the pressure, I think, made him choose lacrosse over baseball because of his of his dad. You know, we get divorced and he goes, now, can I play baseball again? And he says, I go, I thought you wanted to, you know, choose travel across. He goes, yeah, but that was when I was scared of dad. Oh, I mean, I don't yeah. think that the kid will ever admit, you know, dad, come on, stop, you know, because that's his dad, especially at younger ages, you know, right. I mean, I just think he, but you never know what you're doing to that, to that child. And he's still that parent, uh, no matter what sport on the sideline. But I think baseball, you're standing there within, you know, a couple feet of them, you know, they have a ball in their hand, whatever it is that I, I do agree. Cause he plays competitively now. And he, there's parents that told me he does not play as well as he did when his father was like that. All you right. know, he was, he was on it. He was, you know, sharp. He pushed himself and, and, and you could see a turn when his dad kind of wasn't there as much when we got divorced, you know? All right, Lisa, thank you very much. Uh, by the way, we use the term bleep hole around here. <laughs> bleep hole, not a hole. Uh, Just a PSA. Well, that that breaks my heart about her son. Yeah. Um, but let's maybe see what... I, so Rebecca calls in. Rebecca's in Akron, and she says that she has her daughters in the car. Yeah. Now, Rebecca, is Rebecca still there, or is this uh, is this Ashton and Alexis? Yeah. yeah. This is Ashton and Alexis. <laughs> hey. So 9 and 15 you guys are, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, and you have some things to say? Yep. Go ahead. Uh, so, in this case, I do softball, and my dad pushes me. And whenever he pushes me, I can, like, notice myself getting, like, better and doing better when he, like, brings it up. Like, when I'm in the outfield, he's like, get down and ready. Like, he's always trying to keep me on the ball. Right. I feel like for a younger kid, sometimes they're not always thinking about what they should be doing. And it's nice to hear, like, someone yell out to the crowd, 
coaches aren't always paying attention to you, especially for me. I'm not always the best in sports that I do. And coaches don't really care to pay attention to me. They care, they care to pay attention to their star players. So when my parents notice something that I'm not doing correctly and they yell it out to me, I can fix what I'm doing. Because sometimes you're just so in your head in the game that you don't even notice. And I definitely see the um, the wife's side. Um, like, because, like, every kid will react differently. Sometimes you push a kid and it pushes them right out of the sport, but sometimes we push them to be the best they could be and they could take it so far that you wouldn't even, like, guess it to take it that far. But, I mean, there is, like, a line that you can cross, mm-hmm. and but there's also, like, pushing your kid to be better. And, I mean, my mom does say to me, you're better than this. And in the moment, it kind of, like, sucks, but at the same time, it made me run faster. There you go. Wow. wow. Ashton and Alexis. You guys are on it today. Yeah. I mean, the two of you, it's almost like we, we called you last night and said, hey, <laughs> be prepared to call into our show this morning and sound off on this subject. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. And, and that's what I think it comes down to is you really have to know your kid. Yes, I agree. And you have to recognize with what you're saying in, to them is either motivating them or if in, in my case, I thought that I motivated Drew and he got to hit his next at bat. Right. My wife disagreed with me. She thought that I was being a little too hard on him at eight years old. Uh, and I think that's what Brittany and Jacob have to decide. You know, it, how is Jacob's how is their son responding to Jacob's encouragement during the game? Yes. Agreed. What so, a great hash it out this morning. So I am just many, so impressed by Ashton and Alexis. Yeah, we could probably go another hour on this if we yeah. wanted to. Unfortunately, we do not have time. But thank you for all the calls and the texts coming in at 216-474-0104. We are the Q Morning Show. Call now to play Battle of the Burbs. 216-474-0104. Powered by Window Genie of Cleveland West. They clean windows and a whole lot more. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland? Your suburb is counting on you. It's the Battle of the Burbs on Q104. Morgan is your host. Let's meet our contestants. Yes, our first contestant comes to us from the city of North Ridgeville. It is Jen. Jen, good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Is this your first time playing the new era of Battle of the Burbs? Yes, it is. Well, it's time to meet your challenger. It is Jillian. Jillian is in Solon. Good morning, Jillian. Good morning. And Jillian is out for revenge because you played earlier this week, but you actually lost. Is that correct? That that is correct on Monday. Okay. Well, here's how the game works. We're just going to go over the rules since it is a little bit newer. It's still a best of four question quiz, but your name is your buzzer. So if you know the answer, say your name. Bill or myself will repeat your name back to you, and then you're going to give us the answer. Okay, you guys? All right. Yes. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Steve Harvey hosts what game show? Jen. Jen? Um, Family Feud. That is correct. Is that the Family Feud, right? It is, yes. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even know that. Way to recognize. <laughs> okay, question number two. How many inches are in a foot? Jen. Hey, Jillian. I heard Jen. Me too. Oh. Jen. Twelve. Twelve is correct. Uh, Jen, you could win with this. Jillian, you have to answer this question to get on the board. Question number three. In Disney's The Lion King... What was Simba's father's name? Jillian. Jillian? Musafa. Oh, the pressure's on. Okay, question number four. Jen, you can win. Jillian, you could tie. In the middle of Cedar Point, 
There are two towers that rockets riders 240 feet into the air, and one drops them 240 feet. Jillian. 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 The demon drop? It's not the demon drop. Jen, you have the chance to win. Power Tower. The Power Tower is right, Jen. I'm exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Man, so much, so much pressure there playing is this way. So much pressure. I feel bad for Jillian. <laughs> She's gonna have to come back for revenge. But you don't care, Jen. You just won. Do you know what tickets you're gonna pick? Uh, big time rush. Okay, I love it. Well, congratulations, Jen, getting your win for Northridge Drill, and you're going to see Big Time Rush. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. Appreciate you having us on this morning. It's Q104. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Gorgeous Wednesday morning. Thank you for being here. It's Morgan and Bill. So what have you left in an Uber? Because people do it all the time. I feel like it's almost a rite of passage in one's life to accidentally leave something in an Uber after a long night out. We're talking about this because Uber just released their annual Lost and Found Index. Uh, And the most common items are what you would expect. Phones, backpacks, purses, wallets, headphones, stuff like that. But the most unique items on this list, dentures. Oh, no. False teeth. It's happened 40 times on this oh. list. It made 40 times that somebody did this. Not the same person. This right. is all together. It's like, <laughs> He's man. also leaving his mind in the backseat yeah. of the Uber, too. Man, I did it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I left my teeth in your backseat. Um, let's see. A bag of weed. Back. Oh, yeah, you're not getting that back. <laughs> Adult toys. Ew. On this list. What is wrong? Why are people taking these things in the Uber? I think this mo- the most unique item that's on this list, a Danny DeVito Christmas ornament. <laughs> I didn't know they made those. Oh, me neither. Well, you can find anything on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's a big fan of Danny DeVito. That is so funny. Uh, what have you left in an Uber? Just before? my phone. And honestly, I I retrieved it before the Uber even pulled away. But one time I had a friend who left their phone in the Uber and we called the next. We didn't know where it was the whole mm-hmm. entire night. The next morning we called the and it immediately went to voicemail. So we're like, oh, no, it's dead. So then we tried calling maybe like two hours later and the Uber driver from the night before picked up. And said, oh, thank God, I've been trying to find out who left this phone. It died. I had to charge it. Uh, and I couldn't open it because it had the passcode. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What a great Uber driver. I know, really. Now, what happens? Like, how do you get that back? I have no idea. After that, I was like, you're on your own, kid. His name was Brian. Brian, you oh. got to figure your stuff out for yourself. I think he just met up with him. Do you tip the Uber driver again? Like, I would tip him again. Yeah, I don't know. You don't I, technically have an outstanding ride going, so you'd have to give him cash, but... Yeah. I uh, I don't think I've ever left a phone. Here's what I did leave. I left a camera inside of an Uber. Ooh, what kind of camera? Well, this was... It was just, it's a small one, but it, it was a nice camera. What this, year was this in? This is in 2011. This is before okay. we all started taking pictures... <laughs> right, right, right. ...on our phones. We used to take the mirror selfies with the camera. That kind of camera. But it was in 2011, and it was just a few months after Will was born, and it had all of Will's baby pictures oh, on there. Oh, no. And when I told Paula about it, 
her eyes just filled up with tears. Aww. Like she just started crying because she thought that we had lost all those baby pictures. But your boy had backed it all up already. Oh, on the yeah. hard drive. The how, actual hard drive. How about that? <laughs> did you ever find the camera? No. Oh, okay. No, I, I think I did try uh, and and made some calls, but never, never received uh, any message back. Well, there you go. It's so, Look at you being prepared. I know. It's so off-brand for me <laughs> to, uh, to not have lost all those baby pictures. All right, so 216... 216- Four seven four zero one zero four. What did you leave behind in an Uber? Was it irreplaceable? Was it something expensive? Did you ever get it back? Call us right now. It's two one six four seven four zero one zero four. Take my hand, let me make you mine. Take my name and make you yours. Q one zero four plays the hits. Rolling up on eight thirty. You've got the Q morning show. We're talking about things that you left behind in an Uber. Sean's on the phone. Good morning, Sean morning guys this is perfect because sean is an uber driver yes and we're trying to figure out what you found weird things people found in ubers and sean i can imagine you have tons of stories oh yeah um i'm an uber driver i take the night uh, the night shift so i have uh i've seen some things that uh, you guys would not believe <laughs> i'm sure you have how long have you been doing this that has got to be such a difficult schedule to work to drive around in the middle of the night uh, yeah, I've been doing this since before uh, 2020 for, uh, for a long time. I've seen some, <laughs> I've seen some things, uh, <laughs> you know, people getting sick, drunk oh. stories, all that stuff. Okay. So I'm writing this down. Sean can be our official Uber, Uber driver. driver. Yes. <laughs> and we could hear those stories someday, possibly, but tell us the, uh, the oddest thing that you found in your car. What did someone leave behind in your car? Well, uh, one time I was picking some people up about 1 a.m. Uh, from the Taco Bell downtown. <laughs> they were they were wasted. Yeah. Wasted. <laughs> um, I could barely understand what they were saying. Um, they were just, uh, they, they lived in uh, Tremont, so the drive wasn't far. Uh, a couple days go by, uh, and a couple weeks went by, and my car started to smell kind of funny. Oh, no. <laughs> Mm. So I'm looking around, but I can't find anything. There's there's nothing under the seats. Finally, after two days of searching, I found two uneaten cheesy gordita crunches in the trunk. <laughs> what did you say in the trunk? Yeah, uh, in the back seat. I have a retractable like cup holder and armrest, and there's a little button you can push that opens up a little secret passageway <laughs> trunk. So one of those drunken idiots must have gotten curious, pulled the cup holder down uh, and opened the trunk and put their friggin' cheesy gordita crunch underneath a blanket in my trunk. Now, why would they do that? Oh on, why would they do that on purpose? Why would anybody do that if on purpose? If they were wasted, I'm going to assume that it wasn't on purpose. Because anytime you're picking someone up from the Taco Bell downtown at 1 a.m., they're not in their right frame of mind. Who knows? Yeah, they probably thought it was a microwave. <laughs> no, <laughs> it must have fell out because if if that's me, I get home and I'm like, oh, man, where are my cheesy gorditas? But how does it fall out strategically placed in the trunk that you have to push a button to get into? I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. Secrets <laughs> of life. Secrets of the Uber. 
Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. We are going to play the 50 Cent game for a chance to win 50 Cent tickets so you can see if it blossom in August. We're talking with our contestant, Elisa from Hudson. Elisa, good morning. Good morning. So you were telling us that math is not necessarily your strong suit? Oh, Lord, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Are you feeling confident enough to play this game in hopes to win some 50 cent tickets? I don't know. (laughs) You know what? Me either. I'm horrible, too. Because I played this game off air, and I got my coins, and I'm like, I I don't know what I have. And then uh, I... I definitely couldn't get it to 50 cents within uh, within 10 seconds. But let's see how you do here. So we're going to give you your coins. We'll tell you your coins. And you figure out how much money you have and what you need to give us to get to 50 cents. And then we'll okay. give you 50 cent tickets. Are you ready to play? I think so. <laughs> okay. So, Elisa and Hudson, we are giving you one dime, one nickel, and two pennies. Go. 17. You have 17 cents, and how much do we need back to make it to 50? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> 33? 33 cents, so you got to give us what? Oh, no, we ran out of time. <laughs> Bill Ryan, that's evil. That is evil to do that to Elisa and Hudson. You know what? I would not have been able to do it either. Me neither. If I was a cashier trying to give someone change, they would have been really giving me the the, the stink eye. Oh my right gosh! There. For sure, Elisa. It doesn't matter. You win the tickets anyway. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because we promised when Morgan and I started this show that there would be no math on the show. Yeah, truly. We're going. God. We're going back on our promise this week. Elisa, you're going to fifty cent. Thank you. Thanks for having us on this morning. Real life, real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.